Hello, everyone, and welcome to Journey to Success Radio, a show featuring people and companies who are making a positive contribution to the world. This show will help you learn how to apply success principles in every area of your life so that you can make the most out of your skills and talents and accomplish more of your goals. To find out more about the show, please visit www.journeytosuccessradio.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Journey to Success Radio. My name is Tom Tutal Cunningham. I'm a Napoleon Hill Foundation certified instructor and resiliency expert, helping people to live positively through the many and varied challenges of life. You can find out more about me in this interview uh, at my website, which is journeytosuccessradio.com. My guest today is someone of great interest to me because I'm wanting to volunteer and I read so much about this amazing organization. His name is Brian Ramsing and he's with the Boys and Girls Club of Peel, uh, which is a not-for-profit charitable organization that engages, supports, and assists in developing youth between the ages of 4 to 24 in Brampton, Mississauga, where I live, and Caledon. And since 1983, their organization has provided educational-based programs that support healthy, active living, and their after-school and summer programs involve hundreds of children and youth in sporting and recreational activities, which also promote health and fitness. Uh, Social events and workshops develop and build life skills through interactions with families and members of the community. And for sure, we know that the reality for many of the communities in which they operate is that the vast majority of families have a household income of less than 27000 per year. Uh, their staff and volunteers are caring, compassionate mentors to youth, and they've been inter- instrumental in curtailing youth involvement in high-risk activities. Last year, over 70% of the youth surveyed reported that involvement with the agency's services had a significant impact in reducing their involvement in gangs, criminal activity, and drug and alcohol abuse. Their mission is to provide a safe, supportive place where children and youth can experience new opportunities, overcome barriers, build positive relationships, and develop confidence and skills through educational, social, and recreational programs. Welcome to the show today, Brian. Thank you, Tom. That was a great introduction. You've done your research for sure. (laughs) Well, I've read so much about Boys and Girls Club, and a lot of what I've read is written by extremely well-known and professional people that I highly, highly respect. And so it was interesting for me that, as I said, I want to find out more about the history of the organization as as an organization. And, of course, because I live in Mississauga, Uh, Let's find out about some of the great initiatives right in our own city. And although when I speak internationally, I always remind people that four out of ten people in the world live on less than $2 a day, I'm also extremely mindful that in our own rich, above-average city in Mississauga, Brampton, and Caledon, and in a first-world country, there, there are also people who are 
very under-resourced. So uh, let's uh, talk about the, the history of a Boys and Girls Club. Where was it started and how old is it and how many clubs and how many countries and, and cities around the world, do you think? So I can mostly speak towards our club, but we right. the Boys and Girls Club of, of Canada is a national organization there are many boys and girls clubs probably in every province and every region. So specifically what I deal with as the Director of Resource Development is with Peel Region. And we have been in Peel since uh, 1983. We are not-for-profit, like you said, a charitable organization who supports youth. And we've been doing that successfully in the community, but I think we're sort of that club that was the best kept secret for the longest time. <laughs> and and uh, people didn't, they knew we were here, um, but we just didn't advertise ourselves as well as we should have in the past. And so that's definitely changed since I've um, moved into this position, promoting the club and, and meeting with community partners and developing that sort of relationship. But like you said, the history of the club really goes back to, I guess that's going on more than 30 years, where we've been, we identify areas in the community, like you said, where youth come from high-risk, low-income communities. And these families, like you said, it could be, you know, it's surprising to know who, who is in this group. Like sometimes it's people who had good jobs and lost their job, and now they're found themselves in in that situation. It could be a divorce or, or things like that that's caused somebody to move into that kind of a, a situation, raising kids on their own. So our club identifies and um, we take these kids in starting as early as uh, four years old and to various programs. Right now, we're running in 17 different locations in Peel and we really run the scope of what we do from, you know, early childhood development. Uh, we do homework clubs. We do after school. Like you said, we do a lot of recreational, social, educational programs as well. So I can give you whatever details you want. So I'll let you maybe ask me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, let's talk about uh, the, the support that the club provides in the Peel region. To youth, because I imagine, as you said, because you don't advertise so much, people are not really aware of the amazing programs and and support you do provide already. Exactly. So what we do is um, we have a lot of community-based areas where the city, the region of Peel, is, is a terrific uh, sponsor of ours, as well as uh, Trillium, uh, the National Club, and so we get a lot of support, but. What we do is we identify those areas that um, really needs help. So kids are in, we get them as early as four, like I said. So think about uh, mentorship, leadership, um, skills program, basketball. We run the gamut, really. And what we do is we have leaders at each one of these um, facilities. We have a ratio of kids for leaders. Our leaders are mostly kids who have grown up in the program. So. 90% of the leaders we have come from program, and they, they mentor the next generation. So I'll give you an example. We have after school because parents, you know, can't pick up their kids right after school. They can't afford daycare, things like that. 
um, like you said, it's hard to believe that, you know, in a, in a rich city like, like uh, Brampton, Mississauga, Calden, 18% of youth live in poverty, 20% of families live in poverty. So, you know, we were part of the after school program is providing healthy snacks. We found out that, you know, for some of these kids, that was the only meal they were going to have that night. And they wouldn't see another meal until breakfast the next day, either at the school program if they were lucky. Um, so we obviously had to improve that program and make it get a healthier meal so that they could have something for more, you know, like a dinner. Um, right. it, it's tough when you see these young kids um, who are in that position. But you know what? Um, I talk to lots of people who say, who support us now and said, you know, my family. I was in the Boys and Girls Club, and I never knew my family didn't have resources or the funds. <laughs> so, you know, they join and they don't realize, and they're taken care of, they're looked after. They go from from things like uh, breakfast program to homework club to social interaction. We have lots of trips. Right now we're getting ready for our nine-week summer activity center. It's basically a summer camp that... We used to run a full summer camp, but now it's an activity center where we run three of them in Brampton and five in Mississauga, full-day camps with leaders who are certified. They go through every kind of training you can imagine. And these are really trips. They're outdoor events. They're basketball camp. We bring in speakers. So there's all kinds of interesting uh, programs that we're running right now. What I have, my focus has been as well, is we're starting to look at, we tried for Skills Link, which was a program the government was offering. Unfortunately, writing grants and trying to get government money sometimes is difficult. And that was sort of um, to help our older kids move into the workforce. So what we are doing now is with building the community partners, for the first time some of these kids are going to university and their families, which has never happened. So we're trying to link them up with jobs in the community. And some amazing partners that we have are really giving us that opportunity. We've recently um, done some partnering with uh, CARA, and um, so they have uh, 11 brands, I believe, and we're running some pilot programs with them, and they've been a great support to us. Uh, the Golf Association is looking to let our kids come out to the golf courses and, and take a look, and we're going to run an employment program with them. So we do have some great opportunities coming up for youth. Um, you know, so we have these kids, like I say, for quite a long time, and now we're including families in a lot of these programs. That we're, that's the natural link because, you know, sometimes the kids go home and they have all these ideas and thoughts and what's going on in the community. Sometimes these families are from different areas or countries, and they kind of don't really understand um, you know, what's, what some of these kids are learning and, and what's happening at our club. So we're involving them, and, and now we have a, a specific program for families where they're doing things together, they're interacting, they're going on trips. Uh, we have a coordinator for that program who's doing from anything from apple picking, baking, cooking, uh, mm -hmm. internet use, um, you know, re relationships with children and, and your child and that sort of thing. So, you know, we really run the gamut in what we do. Wow, you sure do. You cover a lot of ground there and a lot of age groups, so uh, amazing. Uh, now, you'd mentioned a few times there about uh, community partners of Boys and Girls Clubs of Peel. 
Uh, talk a little bit more, more about community partners, uh, who they are, uh, how they might get involved, and uh, let's see if we can uh, get some uh, other community partners uh, helping you out and supporting you in, uh, in amazingly good uh, causes that you support. That's excellent. So what we do, as we are, we do get uh, funded by um, the United Way, who does fundraising in our area. The message that I guess I really go out to say it's, um, you know, a lot of national clubs get support in our area, and unfortunately, the money doesn't stay in Peel. So my message when I go out to the community and to businesses and um, you know, anyone uh, who's interested, we have a lot of sports teams now that are supporting us, like the Branton Beast, Mississauga Steelheads, the Raptors 905. So my message is, listen, if you work or operate in this community or live in this community, um, you know, I'm not saying not to support kids all across Canada, but I think your first priority is to support the kids in Peel. So I get to go to great companies, a lot of them who have been our partners for years, President's Choice, Sobeys, The Gap, um, we have Bed Bath & Beyond, Sears, and uh, companies like Mondelez, we're talking to a new company right now, Delmar. I get out to them and do presentations. I just actually presented to the Limos Owners Association on um, a couple of days ago, and we have RBC. Uh, so we do have a lot of community partners, but we're really looking to build um, many more. So I go out and I give them information at the club. I tell them what we're doing in the community and I ask them to get involved. So what's different about us is, um, you know, we used to have a, uh, the first thing when you opened up our website at bgcpill.org, at the top you used to see a donate button. The first thing I, did when I came into this position, I got that removed. Um, we don't want to be that club with going around with our hand out, that's not us. So we ask people to get involved in the community and help the kids. Whatever level that means and whatever you're comfortable with, we have groups who want to do some, there's a lot of team building going on in corporations, as you know, I've come from the corporate world myself. So we're opening up a garden for one of our family groups and we need 30 volunteers to come out garden, dig, plant, and that sort of thing. And so we bring out teams from different companies who will help us with that. The Peel Police, especially Division 22, um, has partnered with us trying to change the concept of when you see a policeman run the other way. Uh, we have an, an amazing inspector in that division who's been working with me for several months. And uh, now he's got a group of 24 young officers who are in this program with me and our club and uh, you know they've been attending they attend all the things we do in the area sometimes they come in plain clothes sometimes they come dressed in their uniforms and they're supporting our events they play basketball against the kids that come to family programs so we're building that relationship which is quite amazing so yes anybody who really wants to get involved with us i send out I contact a lot of companies, businesses, people are contacting me as well. I will come and do a presentation at your club and then you get in at your organization and then you get involved at whatever level you feel comfortable with. Um, you know, like I said, RBC right now, um, through their kindness and generosity, uh, the RBC Wealth Management Dominion Securities on Robert Speck is actually hosting a golf tournament for us at the Mississauga Golf and Country Club on Monday, May 30th. So 
that's their second time they're doing this, and through a contact, an excellent relationship we have with them, um, which is the Mississauga Golf and Country Club is a private club, only rents out three days a year, and the VP who's organizing this has booked it and is putting on this for us, and we're throwing all our support into it. So we're looking for items to be donated for the silent auction. We're looking for people, you know, we're not going to have a hard time selling it out. We're only going to have 120 golfers, but okay. people are definitely, um, that'll sell out really quickly. But what we also have is a dinner, which is only $75 a person. And that's why we ask our groups and management groups to come out and, you know, interact with different businesses and promote your business as well. So we give people an opportunity to do that as well. As well as we get a lot of tickets and things to events, we have the mayor out and we have lots of people out. So we, when we have that opportunity, we link our partners up to attend them. Um, Peel Police is doing a barbecue for us and they also say bring your sponsors and donors out and, and bring people. So we like to, you know, if you're going to join us, you're joining a partnership and a team and we let you promote your business as well as help support us. Nice, a uh, mutually beneficial relationship there. Exactly. Now you talked a fair bit uh, about fundraising. I know two things are important to any nonprofit: volunteers and fundraising. Now you have seven activities coming this summer. Uh, talk about those because they're also fun and enjoyable, but also supporting a great cause. So when you can have fun, meet new people, and support a great cause, oh, it doesn't almost seem like you're giving money. So you're exactly right about that. So uh, these seven activity camps that we're going to be running, um, you know, which the core of it is physical activity, health and safety, leadership, growth, empowerment, um, learning, career development, and we are also hiring a lot of youth. Uh, to run these programs, and like I said, they're kids coming out of our of our program. Canada Summer Jobs has supported us in the past, and we're hoping that continues. But like you say, uh, you know, three in Brampton, we're at Fair Oaks, Knightsbridge, uh, Kiwanis. In Mississauga, we're at Acorn Place, Cooksville, Colonial, Colonial Terrace, Credit Vale Mills, and Sheridan. But these camps, you know, um, they cost us about $250,000 to run. We might get uh, from Canada Summer Jobs somewhere in the neighborhood of half. So that the onus is on us to find those funds. And so we ask people to, you know, sponsor an event for us, like RBC is doing, like Buffalo Wild Wings is doing, like some of our great partners do for us. And uh, then they give us money towards that. We we say adopt a camp. Um, you know, we fly your colors. We we will promote you. You can advertise at that camp as well, and you're adopted that camp for the summer to to help those kids go to camp. Unfortunately for us, we have a waiting list, and we have hundreds of kids on waiting lists, and you know that's a tough thing to deal with when you know there are kids who are not going to attend that camp, and their parents can't afford daycare camps, and you know, those are kids that, you know, are probably going to be wandering the neighborhood. And, and, mm -hmm. and so all those things that you worry about that they get into um, happens, unfortunately. So any way that we can expand these camps, we can get support, we can get donations, you know, uh, contacting me or contacting the club. Our website's up. Like I said, it's uh, boysandgirlsclubappeal.org. Our 
Our Twitter is at BGC, at Peel BGC, and Facebook is the Boys and Girls Club of Peel. You can definitely find us. All our, con- all our contact information is on there. But, yeah, we're running uh, tight deadlines for that to raise funds. And I've um, just uh, been talking with the city of Brampton and uh, one of the sergeants uh, in Brampton as well who does permits and things like that, that we're looking to set up a walkathon, actually, towards the end of May, early June, before school's out, a 10K walk, where the kids in our program can help support us by getting sponsorships per kilometer, and um, this is their opportunity to give back to us and help themselves and help grow the programs and hopefully fund some of the the shortfall that we have for these uh, summer activity camps. Wow, amazing. A lot of good stuff you're up to there. Now, talk about, uh, talk about uh, volunteers a bit, because uh, fundraising and volunteers. I work for the Humane Society. I've done a lot of fundraising with the Arthritis Society, and so I know volunteers are crucial uh, for any nonprofit. And talk about ways that people can volunteer and how to do it, um, because you're an orga- amazing organization and not enough people volunteer. So let's get them out there helping and doing something uh, and creating a legacy for their lives by helping other people. Excellent point. So right now we do have a lot of youth uh, that do volunteer for us, but we don't have a lot of adults. So basically the club is set up sort of, um, there's a director of um, programming, so we're basically split into two, and then I do, I'm the director of resource development. So the opportunities that exist for for programming is actually getting involved with the kids, getting involved with team leaders, supporting um, you know uh, field trips, uh, sporting events, uh, homework clubs, things like that. So um, obviously you have to be we you know they used to call it the police check whatever I think there's a fancy name for it now, but you <laughs> have to have that check to work around our kids. Um, every we're well supervised. We've never had an incident in our club. Um, our main goal, like you said, is, is to pre- protect our kids. But there is opportunities to work and to volunteer with our club. Um, just like I said, the Peel Police are doing. Just like a lot of our partners do, and um, you know they put in hours and and whatever you're involved in, whatever you'd like to get involved in, as far as the youth, we definitely are willing to listen and. We have some people who have ideas for programs, or they want to come in and, and uh, you know, bring some skill set that they have specifically and maybe talk to our leaders or talk to our kids. We really want to get a, a girls' mentoring program, and we wrote the Canadian Women's Foundation for this. Um, we start to lose girls in programs, unfortunately, about age 12, uh, 13, 14, and then we sort of get some back. but. I, I think that's a vulnerable time for them, um, you know, with distractions, with this, what, whatever comes up in their lives. And um, we really want to have a mentorship program for girls. And we, we try to get that with the Canadian Women Foundation, but, you know, only 9% of the applicants got it, and unfortunately we weren't one. But that doesn't mean we don't want to run it. Um, this is where we would have... Um, you know, we don't want to make it like we're preaching to. It would be a fun event. We would have, you know, 15 girls per per group, and this is leadership, mentorship, women coming in in the in the business world, in the political world, whatever uh, you know can promote and help 
we have a, a friend of us who wants to come in and do like makeup with the mom and daughters and, and things like that. So to build those relationships. So although we get turned down for things, we do want to run them on our own. So the scope of volunteering is huge. The other side is what I do. So I do uh, marketing, social media, and fundraising. So I have some excellent volunteers who've been with me for uh, several, several months who, um, you know, we never had Facebook and Twitter before in this club, unfortunately. Now we have it up and running and it's doing excellent and our volunteers are overseeing that. Um, they also are helping me with many of the marketing things that we send out and uh, supporting supporting us. Uh, sometimes in the fundraising events, I'm going out to see, you know, anybody from presidents to companies to sports teams and things like that. Um, we're going to be setting up this walkathon, and one of my volunteers is going to take the lead on that for all permits and things like that. So there is some interesting work to do. You, if a lot of people with a marketing background, uh, as long as you got, have good social skills or you have technical computer skills, so, you know. So it really runs the gamut as to, you know, come in and do something. Like I said, we're going to have a group who is going to be doing some gardening, and and we have a group. Sometimes they do some painting. Last year, uh, we ran a, a, a program where, so think about sometimes we have youth who've been in trouble and, and, um, and that sort of thing. Uh, and it's hard for them to get employment, right? So we ran mm -hmm. a program called Youth on the Roll last year in Brampton, where these were kids who had been in some trouble. We had an excellent uh, program manager. And so we got paint supplies, rollers, all sort of things like that, and Peel uh, did support us with this. We hired 15 to 20 youth who probably would have a hard time getting a job. And what mm -hmm. they did was they painted apartments for seniors. Oh, so, wow. At no cost, at no cost. So we, would, we provided all the materials, uh, and we had excellent um, sponsors and donors who gave us that. And they made those relationships, you know, it, it helped them and they built relationships with seniors, had a chance to talk to them and see what their lives were about. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we painted over 20 apartments last summer for seniors who could never afford to do that. And, you know, I'll tell you the attitude and the change we saw that came over those kids were unbelievable, mm -hmm. you know. So, you know, I, I would say that anybody who wants to do volunteering for any charity, we're supported by uh, bingo in Brampton and we need adult volunteers, anybody over 19. So we have to send a representative for every once a week for two and a half hours. And all, you don't call bingo or anything, all you do is sort of walk around and if anybody was to ask you anything about the club, uh, you would answer a few questions or hand out some information. So, you know, we need volunteers for things like that as well. So it definitely, like I said, uh, if there's interest, I would be you know, willing to talk to you. If it's not on my side, it would be on our program director's side for sure. Amazing. One uh, one great initiative I see on your website is the Summer Academy, and uh, that's so important. Uh, I hadn't thought of it, but when I looked at your page and the statistics, uh, you know, if you're under-resourced, you don't necessarily have the opportunity to do anything schooling-wise in the summer to improve your grades or uh, maintain your knowledge and so talk about the uh, summer academy because that's a, a tremendous initiative on your part well like you said exactly um we are hoping 
we have continuing education for our kids. And so whatever we can do to help you enhance that, we're looking to do. Um, I would probably say the program director would have a lot more information on that that, that I can provide, but I would definitely get them to put it up on our, our website for for people to look at. But, you know, we're really linked into schools and churches and things like that in our community. And, you know, education, you know, as we all know, without some form of education or skills training or whatever, our kids are going to have a life where they're, you know, struggling maybe and fall into the same pattern and stay in those low-income opportunities. So we try to assist with that, and um, I think what we especially help with is ongoing education, especially for the kids who are leading our, in our club. It's sort of like a process. You move up in the club as, you know, so many kids have interest in moving to the next level, becoming a leader. Or becoming a manager, and so we we help them with that. We support all the education programs, and um, you know we pay for those costs as well. Wow, amazing, amazing! Uh, so many great things that you do uh, at the Boys and Girls Club. Uh, remind people again of the website address so they can go and see how they can volunteer or donate or even become a community partner. Yeah, definitely. If you just go to bgcpeel.org, that's our website, and at the top it links you to Facebook and Twitter. And um, you can see some really fun things we've done. You know, some of our uh, over the break when um, the NBA took their break and had the All-Star Game in Toronto, they invited I think about 30 of our girls out to a camp, which would have cost like $350. And it was like a skills camp with players and things like that, and our kids got to go and participate. Mm -hmm. The boys were quite jealous because this was something for the girls. And, uh, you know, we have lots of groups who do amazing things with us, like I said. Um, so on our website, and if you go into Facebook and Twitter, you'll see some of the, you know, the, like I said, the police just played basketball with us. There's a video, video of that on our website. Youth on a Roll, we have videos of that on our website. What we get also is uh, some co friendly competition going on at some of these, all the different centers we have in Peel. So for Easter, they will decorate the door. Um, of their of their club, um, and then we will have a competition, vote online, and the winner gets a pizza party. So this has become quite competitive. We had it at, uh, at Halloween and I, I think some other occasions, and, and the kids are just thrilled to do that. We're, so we have, uh, you know, some amazing things that goes on with the club, um, and, uh, and we just need to really get our, get the word out there that we really need the support and the help because, you know, with government funding and, and region funding, we get about half of what we need. Um, the thing about salaries for us, we don't have a lot of full-time people. We have AED, two program directors, uh, some program managers and things like that, but we get funded for salaries for us by the region appeal. So the money we raise um, never goes to salaries for us. Uh, does it go to some salaries for our youth? Yes, who run programs and things like that, some of the leaders for the camps. But Perfect. all the money we raise really gets donated into programs, into employment for youth. And um, so that's what's also amazing is that there's no real percentages taken out from uh, from what we're raising. There's some admin fees here and there sometimes to pay our accountant. Maybe that's as small as 5%. But yeah, when when you donate to the club, 
it goes fully into our programs. Wow, that's amazing. Not uh, that doesn't happen uh, uh, very often, and so that's a, a great relief and a great sense of pride for you, and a relief for people who are giving money. That the money they are giving, their hard-earned money, is going directly uh, into uh, helping the youth, and so tremendous. I saw on your website 65% of your donations in 2015 were from individuals, so individuals are so important, don't rely on businesses to support this amazing initiative, and <laughs> with any nonprofit, even if you can give 10 or $20, it helps, it helps, it helps. Oh, you're, you're so right, and you know, um, a bit of a sad story here, we recently uh, lost one of our youth who he uh, you know currently wasn't in program but um, he had been in program in, in Brampton and there was a tragic accident in January in the winter time um, and his school did a fundraising and his mom single mom said I want the money to go to the Boys and Girls Club so uh -huh. the principal of the school just contacted me and we're about to get the information and post it in memoriam to him and, uh, you know, that funds will be directed wherever she wants. You get these stories that are just heartbreaking, and, you know, that's one of ours that we lost. And, um, you know, but we have kids who, you know, have come, some some of them have, have come from tragic situations. Uh, you know, some, they're, they're shy or they don't understand the culture, they're new to the country, but you know what? Our leaders are amazing. Our, our program manager is amazing. Um, what they do to help these kids to overcome obstacles and, and barriers, it's truly, uh, it's truly phenomenal. And the growth you'll see, like, you know, now uh, one of the programs, we have one of our youth leaders who's going around to different schools talking about entrepreneurial opportunities. Um, mm. And so, you know, you see what these kids are doing now and what they came from, and it's truly it, it it warms your heart. You got to say it, it's amazing to see the changes, and and if you can make that difference, and we say, whatever you can do to make a difference, like you said, it's every individual, every everybody who lives in this region, works in this region. Um, you know, we have to look out for each other, and uh, and and there are great people who do that, but there's a lot of them who don't know what we do as well. So we need to reach them. Amen. Amen. We are enormously blessed to live in Canada, greatest country in the world, in my opinion. However, if you are not volunteering or giving money to help the under-resourced in your own community, I think you are ignoring and insulting one of the greatest blessings you have in your life to live in Canada. So if you're not volunteering or giving... Boys and Girls Club of Pio is an opportunity to give your time and give your money. Even if it's 5 or $10, it doesn't matter. It helps. So do something. Otherwise, you really are uh, kind of insulting a great blessing, a global blessing you have that you are actually living and in most, a lot of cases, born in Canada. So get out there, BC, BG, sorry, BGCP.org, Boys and Girls Club of Peel, so BGCP.org. Find out how you can volunteer and give some money. Give some money. It's uh, not that you can't afford it. It's 
most likely if you live in Canada or Mississauga, it's because you're spending it on something you want instead of spending it uh, or investing it in people who need help. So bgcp.org, donate time and or money. You will get more out of it if you donate time than the people you are serving in most cases. Right, Brian? You're right, Tom. Like you said, we come from a great country. You know, a lot of people have a lot of access, and, and they don't realize. Maybe, you know, we all have busy lives, but I think, you know, we're a brother's keeper, like you say, and uh, especially when it comes to kids. And, um, you know, we can't have kids living in po- poverty in this country, like you said. And so, you know, great company, like I said, Buffalo Wild Wings on uh, Wednesday, April the, the Wednesday, April the 13th, Argentia Road, 3015-2501 Hyde Park Gate. They're doing a great promotion for us. 10% of their sales is going to the club. Uh, we have great individuals who are volunteering, as, you know, in my area. We have a lot of youth. We do need adults to volunteer for this club. But uh, you're definitely right. It's uh, Every little bit makes a difference, and, and we have to step up and do that. Amazing. Well, I'm a... Uh... Rotary Club member, and I volunteer with Mercy Ships, but the Boys and Girls Club Appeal is going to be the next one I add to my volunteer activities. And uh, for sure, I know from other volunteering I've done that uh, the feeling you get when you help other people is worth more than any money you could possibly ever earn and creates a legacy for your life. You can make a difference in that person's future spouse, their children, their community, their country, and the world by helping one person. And so get out there and find your one person, or hopefully more than one person, and create a legacy from giving your time, wisdom, knowledge, and money. Uh, Thanks so much for your time today, Uh, Brian. uh, You guys are doing amazing things in the Peel region to help youth a wide range of ages, 4 to 24, with a wide range of programs. It's a difficult initiative in this day and age to uh, get people to donate and donate money and time. So keep up the amazing work. Again, people, website is www.bgcp.org. Go to it and uh, find out how you can help. Tom, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for your time today, Brian. I really appreciate it. I appreciate it as well. You have a great day. Thank you for listening to this episode of Journey to Success Radio. If you or anyone you know would like to be interviewed for the show, email tom at tomtutall.com for details.